Tuesday. Thank you, Teach. August 30th. Next to last day of August. A1 and Turkey Bacon back with you here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Four days to kick off. It's game week. High of 92 today. Saturday, high of 90. Sunny. I mean, for September 3rd, Teach. Pretty good. We've seen uh, right? much hotter, yeah. yeah. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. But 90, acceptable. Hydrate. Still hydrate, people. You know, it gets you get in that stadium, oh, yeah. it's hotter. Yeah, 90 is going to be really hot in that stadium, but not as hot as some openers that we've seen. So uh, definitely be careful. You have, your, uh, you have your lower bowl tickets yet? Not yet, no. No. Okay. All right, let's remind people of the plan this week. All right, uh, first off, Friday show is a big show. I hope a bunch of you will join us at Neighborhood Jam in Norman. It's right there on Main Street next to the railroad tracks. Joe Castiglione will join us for all three hours of the show. On Friday, it's the annual Joe C. Day. How many years Joe's joining us before football season starts i think this will be the sixth year i believe i think last year was five um okay we did a, a couple right. of years at least at ozzy's mm-hmm. maybe three maybe three we did a couple of years at least at tiffany's yeah i think i'm pretty sure this is maybe six. three yeah okay and now uh neighborhood jam this year um and he will be taking you know obviously your questions i'm gonna pepper him with some stuff and TJ is going to put him – TJ and Joe don't get along right now, so this is going to be an interesting uh, – Did you quit saying that? We get along hours. just fine. Well, I mean, maybe you feel like that's true. I, I know the other side of this story, and so he's <laughs> not real happy with you. Um, then I, I won't be here Friday. I'm taking a vacation day if he's not happy with me. Um. So it'll be fun. Uh, six to nine on Friday. Saturday. The ref, the home of Sooner fans, extending our game day coverage this year. We will start six hours before kickoff at 8.30 a.m. live from Campus Corner. New set, new alternate set. It's like an alternate uni, TJ. We've got a new alternate set this year. We've, we'll be at Balfour, don't worry. But we will also have a location 
in the Hertz Donuts parking lot. I don't know what else to call it. That parking lot there. That that lot, yeah. Right at the it corner is, there. It is north of Balfour, across the street from Pickleman's? Uh, no, Pickleman's is a little further down. Uh, Baked okay. Bear is more down that All way. Right. Right. Um, what's the uh, two-story place right there? Uh, Valair, across the street uh, from right. that lot on the other side. And then, you, you said it right, it's it's right in the Hertz Donuts parking lot. So, Parker Thune will be there starting at 8.30 a.m. Uh, with live game day coverage this Saturday. And uh, then at 10.30, uh, Teddy and I... And Chris will join the show for an hour, 10.30 to 11.30. Teddy and I will be at Balfour, our game day home for as long as I've worked at this station. Jerry and Libby and the fine folks over there, come by and see us at Balfour. Chris Plank will be at the alternate outdoor location there in the uh, Hertz Donut parking lot. You can stop by and see national championship softball broadcaster Chris Plank. At 11.30... We will pass the baton to Mike Steely, Tyler McComas, and Travis Davidson. Uh, Steely will be at Balfour. Tyler and Travis will be at the outdoor location. All of this on Campus Corner. And they will take you up to 1.30. And and then after the game, two hours of post-game at least, Travis and Tyler will anchor that coverage. And that will be also... At Campus Corner, Yo Pablo's, which is a great place to do a post-game show. Great setup there, Yo Pablo's. Come hang out, get you some uh, tacos after the game, and uh, watch the show and share your concerns or thoughts or praise or whatever the case may be. Yes, TJ. I was going to say, that that parking lot, if you're looking for uh, refreshments, that's where Capital Distributing will be set up with uh, in conjunction with them. They'll have Miller Lite, Coors Light, Modelo. Coupel, uh, a whole lot of selections there in that Hertz parking lot. So, hmm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll mention that. Network, thank you. The ne- thank you. The network pregame show uh, across the Sooner Radio Network will start at twelve thirty this week, two hours before kickoff. We will be as we have for many years at FanFest party at the Palace, which is now just north of the stadium. Big stage there. Uh, first segment, all be there. Um, Plank, Teddy, Gabe, and I. And um, very excited this year. Now, he won't be in person, but Barry Switzer going to join us on the pregame show every week. Uh, about an hour and 15 minutes out from kickoff. And I think we're going to have some uh, fun stories. And I can't wait to see what uh, the king is going to bring to our pregame show every week uh, this year. He'll be on with Plank and Gabe about an hour and 15 minutes out from kickoff every week. So there you go. There's the plan for the week. What did I miss, Steve? Anything I forgot to tell folks? I think that, uh, I think that covers it all. Yeah. That's, uh... Big Red Rally for students Thursday night at 8.30 at Owen Field. Okay, uh, a little bit of this and that. Oh, and one more thing. Brent Venable's presser today. Are we carrying it afterwards? Or are we playing it? They'll have it uh, in some type of delayed um, playback. Yes, um, I don't know if uh, Steely will do that or if it will be on locked in, but immediately, pretty soon after, if not immediate. So yes. Okay, I've just been told by the boss 
that we are calling the outdoor location the KREF Army tailgate. Yes, that's right. I did forget about that. The, so that, that's what the uh, the KREF the Army, Army tailgate. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Ref Army. Well, is that something? Is that is this something that that's I? That's something uh, that, that uh, the, the, the listeners Army? recently have kind of put together. So yeah, they're they're, they're the Ref like Army. That. So so the KREF uh, Army tailgate. Yeah. And this is all happening on successful Saturday. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> the ref. Let's Army hope it tailgate. takes place uh, every Saturday that that takes place. Let's hope that it's successful Saturday. I, I feel like successful Saturday. I mean, I can't. I wouldn't say this. Well, maybe I would say this to Brent. We'll see. I feel like we could come up with a better S there. That feels a little. Well, there is an S soft. there, but that's the game goes the other way. So. Um... We can't really say Sock them in the face Saturday. You know, a little something tougher than successful sock, Saturday. Sock them in the face. Who says sock them in the face? No, nobody says that. I'm just trying to. I feel, I feel like successful Saturday. Like you suck Saturday, and that's just what we chant at the opposing, uh, the opposing team. Feels like something you would put on, you know, like a successories, like over your office wall or you. I don't know. It just doesn't feel t- like a tough enough word for game day to me. Smash Mouth I'm not, Saturday. I'm not arguing with you because I thought the same thing when you initially had said it today. So I'm not arguing. Sooner Saturday. Sooner Saturday. We could be that simple, you know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm I'm not going to argue with the boss right now. <laughs> it's his first game day. Maybe next week they get a win under the belt. Maybe I'll bring it up on Monday night that we can think of a tougher word for Saturday. So we'll see. Um, Slap them around Saturday? No, that doesn't so what, work. What were you saying about the press conference? Uh, what, we're going to play it back? or we're Yeah, not we'll, we'll have it on, on playback afterwards, yes. Okay. But it, it will be at 11.15 today. Um, you can watch it on ESPN+. And I, I really I didn't mean to get on to the guy that sent in the uh, text before the show. I just wanted to. I just don't think he was I don't I don't know what he was doing. I'm not I, sure I, where he was looking. I know that it works that way and I don't even have it. And I, I got a text from a friend that said uh what you were saying, said they watched it uh immediately last night and even um like rewound it some and, and watched a part over again, he said. So he said he's not sure where that yeah. guy was looking either. And I, I just watched it this morning so I could uh see the names of the days again. So I know that they store it in the Sooner Vision channel there. You've got all of the live and upcoming events. And then under that, you've got the uh, archive things that have already happened if you want to go watch a show or a game that has already taken place or whatever. It's uh, right there below it. Okay, some football news from yesterday. Uh, Texas, Steve Sarkeesian not putting out a depth chart, TJ. God help Craig Way. Very sneaky. No depth chart for the Louisiana Monroe game. <laughs> Let's not tip our hat any with Louisiana Monroe. Doesn't want him to know any of the secrets. And he said he might not put one out all year. What do you think about this? It's very Texas and Steve Sarkeesianist. Uh, that's all I can say with that. It's just... That's just awkward for everyone. Just help everyone out. Like you said, Craig Way being number one. But like what are what are you keeping secret? Like what are you what what's the purpose there? Like motivation for guys throughout the week? Like, I'm not gonna let you know where you're at on the depth chart. We're just gonna find out on game day. These guys a lot of these guys know where they're at and where they're placed and where they're playing. I mean, come on. Like what 
the deep, dark secrets of college football sometimes just make me roll my eyes. Yeah. And you may say, yeah, you come out and announce your quarterback, you know, weeks ago. We all know OU well enough to kind of guess who's going to play and who's not going to play. I get you. I could probably put together a pretty close guess to a depth chart for Oklahoma if Brent didn't put one out. The problem is the opponent every week, from my chair anyway. Like, I have no idea who plays for UTEP, you know? about a little help here? Who's going to be on the field for you guys? Uh, I have no idea who plays for Kent State. I, I, you know, so from a work aspect, may, now maybe behind the scenes, it's entirely possible that it, the SID has, you know, contacted the relevant media and said, here's probably what you're going to see on the field. I, in fact, I'd be shocked if that doesn't happen. I'm sure, I'm sure Craig threw a fit. So I'm sure that Craig's got some sort of a depth chart at his disposal, but, um, just it is you said it right. It is the most Texas thing you could do. It's like you know I, what we don't want. Louisiana I made the prediction no early on. Left guards. I'm be. taking it back now. Alabama beats Texas. All right. Uh, too late. Too late. <laughs> You're already locked in. As soon as I get a dongle back, I'm going to remind you. <laughs> Brian Kelly, same line says he's not going to tell you who his quarterback's going to be Saturday. We may not even show up Sunday. with one. Sunday. I'm sorry. They play Florida State Sunday in uh, the Superdome, and he's not going to tell anybody who his quarterback's going to be. It it does him no good to reveal that information. You're just going to have to see who runs out there. Something like that with a better opponent, I kind of get those games that you play with uh, other opposing teams. When you're facing a Louisiana Monroe, I don't really get that as much, but something like Bob that. Stoops I, did that yeah, I can in the see Superdome that, yeah. against Alabama. Mm, we we've seen that before with coaches and I get that with a starting QB and who to prepare for and all that. So that one doesn't bother me as much. Texas A&M Jimbo Fisher has named Haynes King his starting quarterback. This is the guy who started last year before he got hurt and uh and then Zach Calzada came in and beat Alabama. So second straight year Haynes has won the uh, quarterback job. Named their kid Haynes. Underwear manufacturer, uh, maybe? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all I think of. Sonny Dykes says he played three quarterbacks in their season <laughs> opener. <laughs> Definitely going to play two. There's a quarterback battle going on between Max Duggan and and our old buddy Scoop Morris, Chandler Morris down there. And he may also give redshirt freshman Sam Jackson a look. So all kinds of things going on with quarterbacks. Remember yesterday we were talking about Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, he's going to give uh, – hang on, i got the names here on yesterday's uh, sheet. Um, well, I didn't write it down. He's given uh, one of his quarterbacks the opener and the other one game two, and then he'll evaluate their two performances and name a starter for game three. Uh, Translation, I have no quarterback at my university. Brian Kelly, not telling you. A&M says Haynes King. Sonny Dyke says he'll play three. Steve Sarkeesian says no depth chart for everyone. So isn't college football a beautiful thing? All the secrets. All the secrets that will give us an advantage, and no one will figure out what we're doing because of these secrets. And Britt Vittable's basically saying um, this depth chart may mean nothing by Saturday. He's like, we put this out today because this is what it is today, but we got a whole week of practices here before the opener. Uh, 
this may not actually be who starts on Saturday. Oh, and, and some of that goes back true. to what we said earlier with guys dinged up and stuff and how they're feeling by the time you get to the end of the week. So I can probably change Succe- the time by, on you. by successful Saturday. Who knows? <laughs> right. Who's going to start? Yeah. All right. Break time, 8-19 in the a.m. on a Tuesday. We'll take some of your texts when we come back. You can reach us on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show on The Ref. RK Black brings you this hour. If you're a small business out there, medium-sized business in Kansas or Oklahoma, Needing someone to help you with network solutions, document management. Perhaps you need a new copier, printer, fax machine, whatever it may be. 405-943-9800 or rkblatt.com. People still do use fax machines, by the way. Toby sometimes questions that. Really? Yeah. Let's see here. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Shout out to Nash... Oakley, Cooper, and Eli headed to school this morning, by the way. It is game day for uh, the Wildcats there at Westmore, apparently, tonight. So, shout out Nash, Henry, and the gang. Uh, Good luck. Good luck, yes. Yeah, good luck. Let's see here. I cannot believe how many texts we're getting on this and how many times we've mentioned it in the last two days. And uh, Well, it's kind of like the... Uh, where do I find the coaches show thing? But this USC Twitter thing has really got people bent out of shape over the Baker and Kyler situation. So, yes, we have talked about it. Um, sorry if you missed it. And we do find it weird as well that they're displayed prominently in that video. Yeah. Let's see here. <laughs> Boo USC. Boo. <laughs> The person that said Bob was abusive to the media has texted back, and I'm not going to read this one because I, I can tell he just does not like Bob, <laughs> Bob Stoops for whatever reason. He may be the one individual. Maybe this is an OSU fan and or a Texas fan. I don't know. Um, that or Bob just blew him off at a uh, signing or something one time. <laughs> uh, I'm not getting into what, who OU is going to have in the – goodness gracious. Like People love this uh, video thing. I'm trying to get past some of this. Uh, when will the coaches? <laughs> Every text is the same you, you today. Got, it's you the haven't USC. got to a single text yet. You've been giggling the whole I'm segment. Scrolling through all these texts, and everyone is either about, "Hey, did you see the USC Twitter video?" or "What's going to be in the OU video?" or this question, which I've had on here, I don't know how many times by different people. Hey, when will the coaches show be replayed on ESPN Plus, and how can I record them? The recording, you, I don't know, because you should just you be able to go and play it. You can't record them. You don't need to record them. It is digital. It it exists. It exists. Okay? Uh, I don't know how to. So you go to the website. It's archived there. You go to the Sooner Vision channel, or you search for the word Sooners or whatever. It's right there. It's got the live and upcoming events, and then underneath it will have past events and you can just watch it you don't have to record it or anything now my under i don't know this because i haven't done it yet my understanding is it lives on espn plus for a certain amount of time i don't know how what that amount of time is 
and then it moves to uh, the website, Soonersports.tv. So anything after a certain amount of time will be archived on .tv, but it will live on ESPN+. Plus. You do not need to record it. It's there. If you watch it live, great. If you don't catch it live, you can watch it whenever you get home. For example, I got home last night. I was curious to see what it looked like, what the graphics look like, you know, what the positioning of the chairs, the middle chair was a little higher, all that kind of stupid stuff nobody cares about, but I wanted to take it in in case we want to do something better next week. I turned on ESPN+. Plus. I went to my Sooner Vision channel. Boom, it was right there, the huddle and Sooner Sports Talk from last night. I clicked on both of them. I watched about five minutes of both of them, took a couple of notes, turned it off. This morning, we were asking about what the days of the week are called. I turned on my uh, Roku TV here. I went to ESPN+, Plus, went to my Sooner Vision channel, and it had last night's Sooner Sports TV there. Turned it on, fast-forwarded it to the part where he's talking about the days of the week. Bam, it's right there. So it digitally captures and archives everything as they're happening. You can watch it at any point for a three- or four- or seven-day span, whatever that amount of time is that it keeps it on ESPN+. Plus. So you're telling me I can't set my DVR for this? This is not a television. This is a streaming service. It's just like Netflix. It's just like Netflix. Huh. What about TiVo? You can, can I you TiVo can watch it? it? You, you don't have to watch Netflix when it drops. You can watch it anytime. It's a digital service just like that. It's like a movie is stored on there or whatever. <laughs> Here's the other topic we can't escape since we mentioned it earlier. You could go to Saltgrass. But you just ruined your steak anyway, so you might as well get a burnt steak at Denny's. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> By the way, this all started again today because Brent Venable says he prefers medium well um, last yes, night. Yes. Hey, guys. Like us, Teach. Just like us. Real men get medium mm-hmm. well. Uh, hey, guys. Where can I find the shows and press conferences? I haven't heard anything about it. <laughs> that, that person's being a smart aleck. Yes. Um, do you know why Han Solo did not finish eating his steak? I don't know why. It was chewy. <laughs> That's unnecessary. That's sad, really. <laughs> Uh, I love it when you read the Carter text. Jeff and I are always cracking up about it last night, trying to imitate how you do it. It's from Tracy and Burleson. It's the best imitation I've ever done in all the years I've been on here. So now, i got to tell you what's even more funny than when you read a Carter text is when Drake tries, when Drake to, tries to do the text. Carter voice. <laughs> he tried the earlier when, uh, one of your vacations this summer. Uh, saying, yeah. well, I'm not reading it that way anymore. I'm just <laughs> reading it normal. I'm like, well, then what good are you here? Like, I'll have somebody else in the morning. That's all I bring you in for. <laughs> it's uh, it's not quite there, and it's a little more drawn out. And for whatever reason, it makes Morning, me Morning, Drakey! Morning, Drakey! Uh, I noticed that Brent never talked about how the team was real close or whatever excuse Muleshoe gave for why his team's underperformed in big spots. This is going to be an well, interesting played a game. I haven't played a game yeah. there yet. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, let's see here. Well, I'm getting past all the Justin Broyles LSU texts here. Um, this one just says... Is that real? I mean, come on. There was a lot. I, I like, had a bad game several. in 2019. 
and we're still mad at him. Well, for a that? bad game like you mentioned that everyone had a bad game in 2019. Yeah. So that can't be put on one person. Like I'm sure he got beaten. Uh, someone else had mentioned the Kansas game here that he let someone score easily, so he hasn't liked him since. Uh, the Kansas game. <laughs> so I wrote him off. <laughs> it was like that guy that texted and said, "Well, I'm done with Brent. He let Kel go, uh, and I'm not. I'm not supporting this program until Brent's gone." So okay. uh, the band Nickelback ruined the term Nickelback, so we have to call it Cheetah. Thanks, Nickelback. <laughs> Isn't Tyreek Hill, though, the cheetah? <laughs> uh, nickname? Yeah, I think that's his nickname, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That's all I think about every time I see the word cheetah is the repunt. Because that was Tyreek Hill. I have to cheat. The word cheetah has negative connotations in my brain. So I'm going to have to get over that. Ronaldo in the village says, final score, OU versus UTEP. What is it? Thanks, guys. 55-14. Well, you're already given one on. Well, that's what we beat them in 2000 to open the season. I got you. I got you. On our way to a national I'm not, championship. I'm not going to uh, give a score prediction. That would tip my hat at uh, uh, my gut. I do think that would be awesome if we beat them 55-14 just from a historic uh, perspective and uh, you know, good vibes and all that kind of stuff. But I do also think that if OU gives up 14 points to UTEP, Brent Venables will not be a happy camper. Um, I think that uh, you know they're they're hoping to shut this team out or at least hold them to single digits. So, uh, fourteen is even if even if they've scored fifty five, I don't think Brent's going to be happy after the game. This last one I'll read. <laughs> I spent an hour trying to get ESPN Plus on my TV. I could not figure it out. I thought I had a smart TV, but I guess not. Or maybe I'm just not smart. So anyway, I just went out to the garage and listened in my car. Thank goodness radio listening hasn't changed, <laughs> unlike stupid TV watching. <laughs> now, isn't Teddy, doesn't Teddy have a smart TV that doesn't get ESPN Plus? Maybe. If he has, I don't remember Or is it a different that, app? There's some, I think it's ESPN Plus. Uh, Teddy or Tyler, if you're listening, let us know. I've heard them discuss this before. Like, he was going to have to get a different... You know, some TVs come with apps already loaded on them. Yeah, but I thought you could add to them as long as it was connected to yeah, the Wi-Fi. Yeah, so did I. I, I don't know. Uh, my Roku TV is not like that, so I don't know exactly how his works or why he couldn't add some. But anyway, hopefully everybody can figure it out. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. We've received a ton of text messages and questions about when does Leeds play their midweek game today. <laughs> we have Two to- o'clock have on not, USA no. today. Leeds trying to bounce back. They get Everton today, a struggling Everton side. It'll be 2 o'clock live from Ellen Road. Uh, Piedmont Volleyball, 4 o'clock today, TJ. They will host Ooh, Putnam City. Good luck. Good luck. A little luck. bit later on. Yeah, a little bit later on today. Aaron Judge hit number 50 last night, by the way. And Burt Pujols hit his 694th home run off the 450th different pitcher. That's a record. He has homered off 450 different pitchers. Last night he got... 
Ross Detweiler of my Cincinnati Reds. That's uh, that's impressive. It's kind of an amazing number, four hundred and fifty yeah. off of different, you know, pitchers. That's like it's not like he's tore like uh, a certain group of. I mean, I'm sure there's a pitcher out there that says, "Man, I'll never want to." face Albert Pujols again because he gets me every time but right that's right. a lot of individual pitchers to hit home runs off of that's I bet I I, I guess he's homered off the Reds more than the team I don't know this but I, I bet but it's, it's got to be someone within your division sure yeah. so there's a good sure. chance that it's the Reds Reds Cubs or Pirates I feel like it's the Reds um this might be a topic that's too long for the uh amount of time we have in this segment maybe we can venture into it more tomorrow but I don't know. It's Tuesday. It's game week. We haven't played at Owen Field in a long time. Tej, what are you most looking forward to Saturday? It's always just the environment, the feel of everything, the Before the, the game, pomp and circumstance. Like yes, yes, even more so than the game. Like everything leading up to kickoff, and that's every OU game for me. I think is just well, magical may be a strong word, but it's it's magical. It's it's this great feel walking around and then. In the stadium beforehand with the different videos, be it your scene setter or the hype videos or seeing the team come out and the, the, the flames go up, um, you know, the, the, the bell sounding on the, uh, the overhead speakers. Like everything about it is just tremendous. Goosebump worthy, typically. And it doesn't matter how many times you get to do it. It's, it strikes you that way. Man, I agree. I I. You know, I try to get to the stadium five hours before kickoff, and even then, there is electricity the in the air. in the air. Even if the crowd's a little smaller at that time, it's still that charge yeah. is there, just running through it. For a 2.30 game, there will be a nice number of people there already. And then it just it seems to exponentially, like, they just start to multiply. It's not even like, like a gradual buildup. It's all of a sudden you turn around, and it's packed. And, yeah, that electricity in the air and the tailgating and the excitement and all the stuff in the stadium. That's why this whole, I believe, I guess I believe the people out there that say we have a bad tailgating scene and we got to be by all that kind of stuff. I guess it's just awesome. Like, it's just awesome. So, I'm sure it's going to be great in the SEC, and I'm going to go to one of these other venues and say, "Oh, okay, I see. How we got to be way better." I believe you. We got to. We. I think there are some ideas we can do to improve the, you know, where where we put tailgates and game day and all that kind of stuff. But golly, it's fun, isn't it? It I is. Mean, I have a brief, um, you know, anger moment every time, but other than that, I get past it. So, what's that? Uh, typically, it's. What is taking so long? You can just scan your ticket. Go! Are you talking about when you're trying to get into the stadium? just the line to get into the stadium. Just trying to get in. I get so to, angry. To watch the game with your family on the so game day when you're not working? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's always, always tough. Hopefully that'll work better. Hopefully all the concession stands work and... The new lights, and I guess we're not going to need lights Saturday, but hopefully everything's ready to go. Um, I certainly hope so, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to this, uh, you know, seeing if there's any changes. Like I said, we were talking about the new guy that they brought in for marketing and everything with the uh, 
Tyler's his name, by the way. Uh, it's not McComas. With the Las Vegas hockey team and just seeing if he's got any any new things up his sleeve. And I mean, I just think we were there for the spring game, and it was off the charts when Brent Venables ran onto the field. And that moment, right, that moment when the video plays and the team runs out and it's BV. It's it's going to be incredible. Like, um, I think they should put him on a harness and fly him above the team. (laughs) Go go Garth Brooks around uh, Cowboys Stadium uh, when he flew around. uh, 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 Oh, gosh, why am I blanking on the old Cowboys Stadium name? I think it was Cowboys Stadium. Um, <laughs> Texas Stadium. Texas Stadium. Thank Bring you. him off the scoreboard. Like the team runs out of the huddle and Venables comes down from the scoreboard on a <laughs> on a pulley harness. I mean, the play or parachutes in. That's something I could see him doing. Parachuting in, carrying the game ball with. Uh... The, they have, you know, those flyover. jumpers that yeah. we have every once in a while, and we just, you know, we just see these jumpers come down and <laughs> land at the 50, and when he lands, he rips his helmet off to reveal it's Brent Venables. <laughs> I'll jump out of an airplane Saturday. Everyone's watching, like, looking down the sidelines. Where's Brent? Where's Brent? Oh, there he is, jumping from a plane. He got us. Does Brent lead his team out? Or is he just one of the guys back in the pack? I think some coaches like to be right up front. I think he may start at the back, and by the time they hit that banner, he's already to the front and past people, <laughs> blowing past them like Forrest Gump, just speeding through. <laughs> <laughs> Offense or defense? If they win the flip, this is an easy call. Oh, he's sending the defense out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, he is. <laughs> <laughs> If it's possible for them to start on defense both halves, he will choose that. <laughs> we'll go ahead and we'll just play defense the whole game. We don't even need yeah. to use our offense. We'll, we'll score on turnovers. Oh, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be a great day. It really is. Assuming we win it and uh, the other team doesn't Let's have just the hope it's a great Sandra Bullock Saturday game. like this person suggests here. Oh, well, let's take a break. My buddy Chris Plank's going to join us on the other side to wrap up the show today on a Tanoga Tuesday. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. I think we rallied today, Teach. I think we've rallied. Decent show today for a Tanoga Tuesday. Rocky start, my fault. Rocky start, my fault. But we've rallied and had, I think, a positive, fun, interactive show today. Agree? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome now, Chris Plank, for the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. You are honoree, T.J. Perry. Good morning, Plank. What led to the Rocky start, Hero, for those of us that don't, Complaints. All people do is complain about me, Chris. I I mistakenly, uh, right off the top of the show at 6 a.m. this morning, referenced the Open that still has baseball highlights on it, and I immediately took the show in a negative direction 
And so uh, we had a little, we had like a little first seg- segment awkward spat, but okay. we were able to put it aside. TJ twisted that into brilliance for the open of hour two. By the way, I hope folks heard oh, that. Oh yeah, and something positive came out of it. Yeah. Well, can I tell you a positive? What was that? Is we uh, that's me getting out of my car. Um, <laughs> first person I see whenever I step out of my car this morning, Marvin Mims, big smile on his face. Looking happy, up, looking good. So that's a good bounce back, right? Not only did you guys up, rally an hour or two, but the first person we see today, Marvin Mims. Let's go. How's he look? Does he look healthy? Does he look fast? He looks good. He looks How's good. his hands look? His hands don't have any anything on him. Or I, I went with just a fist. I went with a fist bump, right? I just went with a fist bump to be easy, safe. Easy, but okay. Yeah, you know, very careful. Hey, I, I will say, you were talking about it last segment, and it's something that Josh and I were getting into a little bit uh, yesterday off the top of the show, and just what you're looking forward to, right? What, what you're, you're excited to see. I, I, think, I think you hit it on the head, T-Row. It's just the environment, the atmosphere, and then what, these, what this team looks like, right? I know that sounds as, as simpleton as possible, and my wife calls me a simpleton, so maybe that, that, that fits my <laughs> MO, but um, Congratulations! I, I, I want to see what this team looks like. I want to see the aesthetics of it. Yeah. I want to see him. We haven't seen him since the spring. You know, I, I haven't had a chance to go out to um, any of the practices. I'm just, I'm juiced to see BV leading a football team. I just think it's first gonna be impression matters. So, you know, it's not it's not everything. We're, you're not going to know they go out Saturday whether they're a college football playoff team or not. But right, I, you think back to the first game last year. A team picked by many to win a national championship or certainly be in the hunt. And we came away from that opener going, gulp? Yikes. (laughs) That's not what I was hoping to see, right? Right. So I think a thorough, well-rounded performance on Saturday you know, gives the fan base and the team and the coaching staff and the the, even the naysayers out there, something to think about. So, yeah, no, you're right. I want to see who the playmakers are on this team. What's the Jeff Levy offense look like? How about Dylan Gabriel under pressure? Um, all that stuff. Can't wait. And it looks – I'm not going to pretend to think to, to say what it looks like, the weather, because, you know, last last week for a while there was a projection that, a projection that would be in the – lower 80s i just looked yesterday and it had to pack up in the mid 90s so it's going to be electric regardless but yeah i'm just everything i, I, I again i know it's not well i can't wait to see what the the cheetah looks like whenever it's this alignment or or, or what the, the defensive linemen do when it, whenever it's this front or the offensive lineman here it's just it sounds so non-insider it's not a big breakdown but just everything about i mean think about even this week Right, and I know this is real inside baseball for us yesterday. Right, taping the podcast and doing Coach's Corner and having the Rudy shows. And now again, that's a late night for you, T. Row. But I thought it was awesome. Right, once we got done great. with everything, yeah. it's like, yeah. wow, we got this whole week. Let's go. So, did you see those crowds last really night? Excited. What's that? Did you see the crowds last night at Rudy's? Do you see oh any of the God. pictures or anything that were or yeah. watch the yeah. show? Yeah, it, it's. I, I mean, thought. that's just a, the latest indication of how excited this fan base is for the season and for Brent. And uh, 
We've never had crowds that size before. Never. And it was, you know, it was standing room only several people deep all the way around the restaurant. So, um, now great start to the week. Great start to the week. What do you got coming up on your show today? Anything you want to tease for? Well, I'm, I'm kind of a part timer today. And in fact, uh, realizing what this Tuesday might look like, this may become the Brent Venables press conference hosted by Drake Zykin because, you know, we, Coach Venables starts talking at, you know, 11.15, and we're basically doing a show from 11 to 11.15 on the network. So um, we'll be over there and and ready to go with Coach Venables, 11.15. Now, if I'm correct, EJ, we cannot air this live. Is that right on the ref? Correct, yeah. We'll we'll play it back afterwards, so. Okay, beautiful. Um, but I will I will join Josh immediately after the Brent Venables press conference live to recap everything. Cause I'm, Question. I mean, what, I think maybe, maybe an hour, right? Maybe, maybe less, maybe 30 minutes? I don't know. I don't um, know. But if it's 30 minutes, we'll be good to go. If it's an hour, I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm on presser duty today, T. Rose, so. Uh, we got the countdown to BB's press read. I got. I don't know if you got all of the clips. I've been editing like crazy from both Ted Ruth yeah, and Jeff him. Levy yesterday. Learned so much from that. So I'm just a lot of a lot of student football talk coming up for the next hour. I'm excited to listen to you both on your show and uh, for the press conference <laughs> coverage uh, on Philly. It starts at 11. Is ESPN Plus starting at 11, or are they starting when Brent takes them? 11:15. They'll start at 11:15. Okay. okay. Very good. Chris, have a great uh, show today, and good luck with the press conference stuff. Thanks, T. Rowe. I'll talk to you tomorrow, man. Thanks to you fine folks for listening today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.